Hi, welcome to YouTube. Thanks, it's great to be here. I'm just gonna upload my video right now. Uh, let me see it first. Oh, wow, no, you can't post that. Why not? I don't agree with that, nope. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm uploading my video. All right, that's a warning, pal. Dude, you need to relax. Flag! What? Okay, you wanna get crazy? Boom, boom, double flag! There goes your video! Did you just cancel me? All right, I'm gonna be leaving now. Where are you going? To a place where I can't get canceled and they celebrate free speech. But <laughs> in fantasy land. It's not fantasy land, it's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you, good luck, buddy. Thanks. Congressman Goldman runs out of the, to the media right during that break uh, earlier this afternoon, basically said it was all a nothing burger, including he, he alleged that Devin Archer said that Joe Biden firing the Ukrainian prosecutor general actually was something that hurt Burisma. And, and take a listen to this allegation we're gonna talk about on the other side. The most interesting thing that he said is that Burisma believed that they had the Prosecutor General Shokin in their pocket. They had control over him, and they were concerned that if he was removed from office, that that would be very bad for Burisma. That is not at all what was said in the hearing. So that, that, is a, that is a congressman lying to the media for political reasons. What was really said about the firing of Victor Shokin during uh, today's, uh, today's hearing? Look, what we know from the FBI's confidential human source is that they wanted Mr. Shokin fired because if Burisma was under investigation in Ukraine, it was going to make it hard for them to be able to get an oil and gas lease in the United States and raise capital in the United States. Yeah. We know this. <clears throat> we know that Joe Biden bat bragged about getting the prosecutor fired. We know that Burisma paid Hunter Biden and another Biden $10 million, five for Hunter and five for the other guy. We know that Burisma hired Hunter Biden because he was an idiot, but he was an idiot connected to Joe Biden. Those are the fact patterns that exist. What Devin Archer brought out today is something that's even far more damning that on 20 different instances, Hunter Biden calls up his dad and dad is automatically at the ready to say, hey, Hunter, how you doing? Now, let me let me bring this to for people to really see how this makes sense. I'm a member of Congress. I have three sons. My two older sons have cell phones. If I'm in a meeting and they call me, sometimes I can't call them back. Sometimes I can't call them back for four or five or six hours. Hunter, Joe Biden is at the ready waiting for Hunter's call to be able on the phone with people to say, hey, how's the weather? This stinks to high heaven. It is public corruption. Hunter Biden is the bag man. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden is the influence peddler, pure and simple. And, and speaking specifically to the allegation about the Victor Shokin firing, Oversight has, has stated, you even put it on your Twitter today, that today Devin Archer said that the Burisma heads called, called D.C. to make sure that Shokin got fired. Was, was that really, was that testified today? That's accurate, right? That is accurate. They wanted to make sure that the thing that they paid for actually happened. That is correct. Where are we on, 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 on uh, what's the thought process on, on impeachment and inquiry at this point? I mean, I, I can't imagine that there are any Republicans, you've got the majority, 
the inquiry has to start at this point, right? I mean, how much how much corroborating evidence do we need? Actually, I don't think we need much more at this point. This is not going to be a call for Speaker McCarthy. And I think he's going to make this call over the August recess. The Judiciary Committee, led by Chairman Jordan, they're going to start their process. And it is high time that all the information comes forward. For the American people, we have never had a president compromised like this in the history of our country. His family has made at least $30 million, if not more, based purely on the access that Joe Biden has had at the top of our politics for almost 50 years. And every time you turn over a new stone, what is revealed is more of the same. Hunter Biden was in the country. Joe Biden was in the same country. A week later, a month later, Hunter Biden's getting paid. Then there are wire transfers going to all these accounts and all of the different members of the family are getting money. This is corruption. Pure and simple. Yeah, laundering it through several different accounts. Anybody that says, oh, it's, it's all just circumstantial evidence, ask why anybody needs 20 different accounts uh, to, to get a wire from somebody. I mean, it's, it's just outrageous. Uh, Congressman, we appreciate Hey, welcome back inside Four Walls. Let's get right back into the story with Hunter Biden and what's going on with his plea deal, shall we? Hunter Biden's plea deal shows feds agreed to not charge past crimes, but were called out in court. Check this out. Yeah, I think part of the problem is they really did want to cap out the case. They, the Department of Justice wanted to cap this uh, investigation, but they didn't want to say that it was now over. From the very beginning, the Hunter Biden team said that this is a closeout plea agreement, that there would be nothing left to investigate. But the Department of Justice is telling Congress, we're not going to give you these witnesses or these documents because there's an ongoing investigation. You can't do both things. When a judge is asking you to specifically address whether this is a closeout or a continuing investigation. Wild. All right, moving on. Oh, this article is by Josh Christensen. My apologies. Moving on. First Hunter Biden was set to receive sweeping immunity protection under the terms of the plea deal negotiated with federal prosecutors only for the Justice Department to backtrack under questioning from a Delaware judge during a Wednesday hearing, Special Assistant U.S. Attorney Leo Wise and Hunter's lawyer Christopher Clark both signed a probation-only agreement to allow the 53-year-old first son to plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and enter a diversion program for a felony charge of a possession of a firearm while addicted to crack cocaine. Again, no one else in the U.S. would get this fucking deal. Right, but no one's above the law, right? It's all ironic of who his dad is, too. But I already harped on that. Moving on. According to a copy of the document obtained by Politico, the memo stated that prosecutors would also seek would also not seek to charge Hunter Biden for any federal crimes attached to his case, which included millions of dollars in missed tax payments between 2016 and 2019. The deal only left open the possibility, quote, prosecution of prosecution for future conduct by the president's son, ensuring that possible violations of foreign lobbying laws and money laundering would be forever uncharged. Under its term, Hunter would serve two years on probation for tax crimes. Right? Wow. He would also have to seek active employment 
retain uh, may, uh, remain sober, submit to drug tests, and be fingerprinted by the FBI, and not commit other crimes. Get a job, bitch. His, I like how he would have to get a job. But I'm a painter. No, a real job. But I'm a pa- No, no, no. I, I mean, get, get a real fucking job. Oh. Yeah, it's just like the like the paint. Like, like this judge is just like a severe art critic. She's like an ultimate art hoe and just shits all over his like postmodern bullshit. His record would also be expunged 30 days after his probation period ends. But in Wilmington federal court, Wise diverged from the plan and told U.S. District Judge Mary Ellen Norica that the unprecedented agreement did not preclude prosecutors from ongoing investigations into the first son's alleged crimes, prompting gasps from those in the room. That's wild. When Norica asked whether those crimes could be violations of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, Wise reported, yes. As far as I'm concerned, the plea agreement is null and void, defense attorney Chris Clark said in response, ouch. That's fucking great. I love it. I love it so much. The agreement had made no mention of the FARA violations. Norika repeatedly expressed skepticism about the scope of the agreement, accusing both sides of wanting her to rubber stamp an improperly broad deal and asking wise, at one point, have you ever encompassed a crime? Uh, Have you ever seen a diversion agreement that is so broad it encompasses crimes in another case? No, Your Honor. Wise admitted when Norika asked if he could think of any precedent. The federal charges stemmed from what the DOJ prosecutors called Hunter's lucrative domestic and international business interests at his private equity firm, Rosemount Seneca, between 2017 and 2019 as an attorney and businessman. As uh, as well as his position on the board of Ukrainian gas company Brisma Holdings and the Chinese private equity fund BHR. Partners, BlackRock, I believe. In 2018 alone, Hunter raked in $2.6 million in business and consulting work for Burisma and BHR. Additionally, the first son took $2.3 million in 2017 and $2.1 million in 2018 as legal counsel at the law firm of Boys Schiller Flexner LLP. They look sketchy. The memo also shows Hunter Biden's 2017 earned, in 2017, earned $1 million from a company he formed with the CEO of a Chinese business uh, conglomerate of $666,666. That's creepy. 666666. Alrighty then. Nothing demonic here, folks. From his domestic demonic. business, approximately $6,664. From a Chinese infrastructure investment company, $5,000 in director's fees from Ukrainian energy company, 70000 relating to a Roman business, and $48,000 from a multinational law firm. Prosecutors note that Hunter never paid income taxes for those years, despite 
having one of his former business partners finalize the deals at receiving for uh and receiving further assistance from an accountant for the tax year 2017 uh he owed 600,000 individually and his law firm Owasco PC owned 204,000 the memo states Hunter told who pardon me told his accountant in April 2018 that he would make uh he would make a $25,000 payment for his 2017 earnings and never follow through. This happened despite the First Sun's law firm having received $1 million in CEFC China Energy Executive Patrick Ho, who, uh, sorry, of which $939,000 was left over on tax day. Quote, over the next six months, Biden would spend almost the entirety of his balance on personal expenses, including large cash withdrawals, transfers from his personal account, travel, and entertainment, prosecutors said while noting he, quote, continued to earn handsomely. His attorneys and prosecutors both acknowledged that his descent into drug addiction after the death of his brother, former Delaware Attorney General Bo Biden, contributed to his missed tax payments. I don't care. No one else in this country would be told by the IRS, oh, you were grieving the loss of a loved one? We understand. We'll let this slide. Now go fuck yourself. On April 15, 2019, Hunter also sought an extension for his 2018 taxes and under the threat of prosecution later that year, enlisted the help of a California accountant to file his missing returns. <sighs> However... He inflated his personal income and miscategorized certain personal expenses as legitimate ex business expenses, which include payments to prostitutes and a sex club membership, according to lead IRS investigators on the case, Gary Sharpley. Shapley, sorry. The first son eventually filed his final tax return for 2017 and 2018 on February 18th, 2020. His 2017 form 1040 reported $2,376,436 in total income and payments due of 710,000, or sorry, 710, I see the apostrophe there. Okay, so that would, I'm moving on, sorry. $710,598, of which 5801 713 was still owed. His law firm, Owasca PC, reported $2,698,041 for its 2017 total income, of which 1630 was still owed. His 2018 fo uh, Form 1040 reported $2,187,286 in total income and payment to due of $659,366, of which six, $620,901 was still owed. Owasco reported $2 million. $659,014 in income, of which 4,247 payments was still owed. It's all adding up very quickly, isn't it? Hunter, on June 12, 2022, paid off 
$34.234. You love that lineup. Of his 2016 taxes due to income of $1,580,283. On October 15, 2020, the day after the Post Bombshell report on his father's involvement in his Ukraine business, Hunter filed his 2019 tax returns but made no payments. He earned $1,045,850 for that tax year and owed $197,372. October 18, 2021, Hunter's sugar brother, Kevin Morris, paid off all of his tax liabilities, which amounted to $485,601 in 2018, uh, $955,800 in 2017, $956,632 in 2018, and $197,372 in 2018. And that brings us to this article, but not the last article about this topic. Guys, what do you think is coming of all this? What, what do you think is going to happen to Hunter Biden? Now, mind you, it's 3.27 a.m. Something could change by the time you see this episode. But that being said, until then, I'm Richard James Madison, and I shall talk to you guys later. Hey YouTube, what are you doing? Oh, I'm updating my content policies. Wow, that's a lot of pages. Oh yes. <laughs> what about you? I don't see you working hard on your content policies. <laughs> well, here at Rumble, we try to keep our policies as simple and consistent as possible. Our policies hasn't changed much since 2013. Huh, I changed mine today. Really, do you mind if I take a look? Sure. Yeah. Oh wait, one more. <laughs> This is a new one. Thank you, I'll block off my schedule. It's a real page turner. Oh, page 94 is my personal favorite. Okay, can't wait. Honestly, YouTube, this is too much to read. Ah, my, ah, my pages! Sorry. Ah!